0: Pulp a bar stool. Really good show coming up here. Now, once a month, I invite my friend, he's family, he's business manager, he's my backup CEO, John Robinson, JR to the show. And it ends up being a really unique experience. Um, I give him the wheel, he takes control, he makes me feel uncomfortable, and you know, we really kind of venture away from the Facebook marketing stuff and focus on starting a business and, you know, what we're going through starting a business. So really valuable stuff today and really focusing on, you know, by the end, you're going to see the theme here, getting hit by the ball and how you respond and and what it means. So going to be fun. Now, before we start, quick thing, if you have your own podcast and you want to make it better, or if you're thinking about starting a podcast, you want to make sure it's a good one. And if you like the way this podcast is run and it sounds, big part of that is my man Dan Jost. Okay? So if you need help, if you need some, and Dan edits every one of my episodes, all the, all the audio for my episodes, if you need someone to edit your episodes, reach out to Dan. He can help you. So Dan at DanJost.com. That's D-A-N, of course. J-O-S-T dot com. He'll help you out. He's the man. You can have your own little pubcast. Pop a bottle. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. John here from JohnLumer.com and John Lumer Digital on Facebook. Here with another edition of the Social Media Pubcast, where each week I invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media. So this week, uh, like every other week now, I have either Andrew Foxwell or John Robinson hop on, and we just call him JR to make it easy for everybody. Uh, they're both part of this John Loomer Digital team, and, but they offer two completely different perspectives. That's why I have, uh, Andrew's all about the Facebook nerdy stuff, so we get all geeky on that. JR is my backup CEO, my business manager, whatever he is, I can't, I don't know what you are. And been doing that for like a year, but really been working together for like three and a half plus to almost four years. So we talk about stuff more on a business level. So welcome, Jr. Do you have a drink? I do have a drink right now. Scare me. What are you drinking? Oh, Fat Tire. Fat Tire. So we're going Colorado then today, huh? I purposely had to go to the store to do that. Oh, is that why you left? That's ridiculous. <laughs> because
1: I had a Miller Lite.
0: <laughs> nice. So, you're going to drink a Miller Lite today. So I've got a Hoppy Amber Ale. It's the, it's, I think it's, it's Breckenridge Brewery, so it's not the same brewery, but it's still in Colorado. Mountain Series. And I think people, if they see this on the video, it's going to be backwards, but it's okay. Cheers to you, dude. Cheers. Cheers. So, yeah, a little clarification. Anyone listening on the podcast, on the, the, the actual audio version on iTunes or whatever, um, I plan to upload this to Facebook as well so you can see it. A, a really exciting video version where we're dancing around and in, in <laughs> costumes and stuff. But everybody else, like, I have no idea what's going on. So, how's it going, Jay? Well, we're, wearing, we're wearing our baseball. Uh, paraphernated, I guess. Well, it, it, you're wearing the Brewers. And I, I have it for a reason because I'm I'm coaching today. I even got my Brewer socks, and I'm all decked out all right. and ready to go. But uh, so yeah, I have to I have to cut it off at one beer since uh, coaching later today, and gotta make sure we bring
1: a title to to the Brewers. So how's it going, Jr.? It's going really well. I love the description of Andrew being a geek and Facebook, because I feel like I'm a geek in business, no doubt about it. So are, I like yeah. you describing it like that.
0: So you were on a couple weeks or a month ago, um, and we're going to take a different, uh, the same approach as we took then, but it's different than what what we do otherwise. So, yeah, Jr. is going to take the wheel, make me feel uncomfortable, and I don't know what's coming. So it's probably going to suck.
1: But no, <laughs> it's not going to suck. But here, here's it's that whatever. help I need from you. Yeah. I need you to, to put the brakes in, or put the brakes on when you need the brakes on, because I keep forgetting that. I'll just keep talking. Okay. Oh, yeah, what time okay. is it? Okay, cool. All right. All right, so here's what's on my mind. I have talked to so many people that are just trying to be geeks as well in social media and they're branching out and going into the world and, and being fearless and starting their own businesses. And they keep looking at John Loomer, at Loomer Digital, to, to say, hey, I I think I can do a business like that. I want to learn. And I get tons of questions about what we're doing. Hmm. So I, I, all of a sudden, I said, you know what? What are we going to talk about today in this podcast? And I said, you know, I have seven questions oh, that man. I think are the secrets to some of the Loomer Digital success. And I'm glad I didn't share them with you because... I love it when you're uncomfortable. Mm. So, so they're in no particular sequence, but I wanted to just start sharing some of them with you and getting your ideas on it and, and what you've learned about yourself and learned about the business over the years. And the first question has to do with delegation. Because mm. I feel like we've done a great job over the last six months. We just added two great team members over the past month. And it has a lot to do with your confidence in delegating. So the question, and I know you will remember this because I, I don't have uh, anything really unique. I keep using the same questions all the time. But what do I love, like, and hate to do? And that's the question yeah. on delegation. You remember, you remember that? Yeah, absolutely. It, and, and how does that question show up for you? Because how, how has it helped you through the years? Because it helps
0: me, because I think back to the beginning when I started this whole thing, and what I liked to do is write, uh, but I did everything and I wore every hat and I was like trying to be a designer, and I created the horrible logo for the site <laughs> and like the image that I used is terrible, and like but I did everything and the, it's not saying the business suffered, but it just didn't because it was beginning. It's not you know. So it just didn't take off the way it could have. And so once, you know, you kind of presented that way of thinking to me and I started looking at, okay, well, you know, I had you know, already started passing some things off, but started I was still too much of a control freak in that I was still doing some things that I didn't really want to do. They were stressing me out. There are probably people who are better at doing them. And even if they weren't, there weren't necessarily people who were like, way better like I was okay with them I just didn't like doing them that's something I shouldn't be doing so it, it was really important for the growth of the business because it allows me to focus on the things I do enjoy and like as things grow all those other things just multiply like they get you get busier and busier and busier and it makes it really hard to grow so um, I think it's it's fun and it, it makes it because it, it was becoming too much of a job when I was doing things I didn't really like. So we had passed that off to other people um, who can, be,
1: can come, come, become kind of an expert in those things. is really important. Yeah. I, you know what? I like that. Now, you did take a second question away already, oh. which the next question is, is what I do fun? Because you're right. When you were doing a majority of the things that you hated doing, it didn't make it as much fun. And and just the point that I want to make sure that everyone understands the the rules for me for delegation is that the idea is you want to do more of what you love and love means you're good at it and it energizes you. That word again energizes you. And you lose track of time when you do it. And that's what the love part is. The like like is you're good at it, but, you know, you you could definitely do less of it. And the hate is self-explanatory. Man. You just don't like it. And what you, now that I think about it, what what did you used to hate doing? Because I don't even well, remember anymore. I mean, I think a good ex- – well, I don't know, The hate
0: – oh, what would be the hate? I mean, I think anything – Keeping
1: that, track of expenses. Keeping track of expenses. Come well, on.
0: Well, yeah, but, like, I would say, like, any of the campaigning stuff – but I think that the the one that's like, like, where I am probably good at it, but I don't want to do it, was the account yeah. management stuff. And I spent way too much time on that. And um, I, I, a huge weight is lifted off of me now that we got our man Chris doing that and doing a great job with it. So, yeah. and so now I just, you know, I just focus on writing for the most part i mean and and there's a balance here like with the customer service stuff like i i I jump hop in there and answer some of these questions every once in a while but like having him and antonio to answer a lot of that stuff too is really really help especially again as we grow like i I, my time is just i can scale my time just so much
1: well and there's something else that's showing up for me and I remember this question a long time ago that I've always used as well, and this doesn't count in one of the seven, but uh, it's the question of what's keeping you up at night. And when you do less of the stuff that you hate, I believe that you get better sleep. Now, you aren't a great sleeper, but… Yeah, but it is long, you know. as long as I trust it's being done properly. Yeah. Right. Now so, that's a good point. That's a good point. You you need to have trust in the del and and the the fact of you being able to delegate. Right. Wow. You're just looking at my cheat sheet because oh, the man. next question, the next question is, who am I willing to ask for help? Because once you understand what you love, like, and hate, and once you get the idea of what's fun for you, you still have to find the people. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I, I think it's been a bit of a struggle. I mean, I, I'll admit that it's, it's tough to find A player talent. You're a, you're a baseball coach. How do you find A player talent? Well, I mean,
0: first of all, I'll say that every person we've added has, has, has contributed positive. And it's all been part of the, the process, right? I mean, the, the company we had a year ago, six months ago, two years ago is completely different than we have now. Just mm-hmm. making sure that you have the right people for not only now, but the future. But and feeling feeling free to adjust. I mean, that's one of the hardest things for me. Because, uh, like in my my time as it, working for the man, I had VP or manager titles, but I rare like I might have or saw one or two people. That was it. Yeah. So <clears throat> you know the the whole. Delegating thing and, like, changing personnel is hard for me. Um, but anyway, finding find the right person, Um, I think, uh, yeah, I'll compare it to baseball if you want, if you want to go that way. So yeah. when I assemble a team, and it usually comes down to assessments, right? So we have – it's basically tryouts. And you, see, you don't see nearly enough. You just see kids throw the ball, hit the ball, um, catch the ball, and not a whole lot more. But so the results might be might not even be good. They might not even they might not even hit the ball. They might not hit the ball far.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you can't base it on where they hit the ball because they get like five pitches. Because you got one kid who's up there swinging like crazy, doesn't know what he's doing. He hit he gets lucky and he hits a bomb. I'm gonna draft that kid now. No, it's it's all process. So. So with each of these kids, I'm looking at how do they throw the ball. Like I know if I'm in the draft, if I if a kid is draftable, just by watching him warm up before the assessments even begin. Like seeing him throw and catch, throw and catch. Mm-hmm. So that's all I really need to see to, to even know if he's drafted or she, there's she as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so similar to assembling a team, and like yeah, you can give them some uh, projects to kind of test them out. But it's a matter of just the little things that you see
1: as they warm up. (laughs) What is the cost? So I I have to interrupt you because I want to bring Andrew back into the fold. Mm -hmm. How how did you know Andrew was such a Facebook geek and his warm-ups? Well, first of all,
0: uh, some people catch me at the right time and they make a good impression. So Andrew got me when I was still climbing. And I answered every email. and But he made a good impression. I don't even know what he said. But uh, honestly, I don't know how, how it all came about. He might be able to give you a better mm-hmm. idea. But he quickly made an impression as someone who wasn't being a smartass, who wasn't trying to be a know-it-all, but someone who knew his stuff, who wanted to help in any way he could kind of thing. Yeah. And that's the, that, I think that's the difference for me is that um, people who try to present a face that they're better than they are—it's usually pretty. It's easy to see. Uh, they try. They they brag and boast in in an, in an introduction. Um, as opposed to being human, and which he's he's like the most human guy
1: in the world. He's awesome. He he is, and I I'll chime in here because while you got to experience, you know him stalking you. I'm glad you didn't use the word stalking, but he, he sent a lot of emails. But my experience with him is just he's a gifted listener. He's involved at trying to get better all the time. And he's humble. And those are characteristics that you get to learn about someone before you hire them. Yeah. And I, I've always believed in that. So,
0: I, I, I think it was Chris Brogan, and you might know too if, if you're friends with him on Facebook, did yeah. he did he write this? It was either him or Jay Bear. Where um, the last few days, who said you know something about you know just once I want to get an email where the compliment doesn't immediately proceed and ask, right. right, right. So I think that that was more than likely similar to a situation with Andrew where you know I might I might get emails where they're they're like really like really really nice like oh thanks for saying that really nice thing and all of a sudden they're like can you do this and I'm like okay so basically nothing you said right now is necessarily true because uh, you're basically just trying to butter me up to, in order to get this so more than likely what happened with Andrew is there was no I mean I guarantee there's no ask at all it's just yeah. like you know if he probably said if there's any way I can help you which is he's, he was all, he's always like that which is exactly speaking of and, and prior to this on the audio version I'm going to tell people about uh Dan, who, who edits my podcast, um because if anyone needs help with podcasts, they should contact him. That I get I know that's what happened with him because I, I think he wrote and said some nice stuff, but it was like meaningful nice stuff. He basically just said, like, is there anything at all I can do to help? I'd love to to be involved. I, I think he even said you don't need to pay me and all this stuff. Uh, I don't know, he might not have said that, but he didn't I didn't pay him for a while uh but he but i could just tell he's just someone who and he didn't say i want to edit your podcast at the time it's just like i know some of this stuff i'd love to help you like anywhere you need it the dirty work the grunt work whatever it is i'd love to help and and that's how i mean that's i think anyone so anyone who wants to be a dan or an andrew i'm
1: not saying with me (laughs) because you already got them um that's how you get started that, that is, and yet again, I feel like we're just going right to the next topic, which is what are the resources I have available to me? And you were smart enough to recognize authentic resources because that's what that was. It was like especially Andrew. Gosh, this is going to be a podcast by Andrew. We've got to tell him. We're talking so much about him. But, but especially Andrew, he's always raising his hand and I'll tell you this and as a side story uh, one of my friends another Andrew he was unemployed and in the Chicago market he was trying to figure out how to find a job and I told him be different volunteer your service find the company that you wanna work at and volunteer tell them you will work for free for a month and just see what happens he did that and he works at I guess it's called scan disc or the, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So, so he works there, but no one believed his approach because that was crazy. And, you know, I think that that's how people can, you know, can find unique opportunities or make unique opportunity for themselves to be a resource to people. Yeah. And you just have to, you have to find the right place too, because some places won't be smart enough to recognize good talent when they see it. And fortunately, um, You've been pretty good at recruiting some some great talent so that's the fourth so we got delegation being good at that we got understanding what is fun to you and then we got you know asking for help you know finding out if you're willing to ask for help and then who that help is so the resources so those are the four of the seven I'm Whoa. guessing they're the secrets to Bloomer digital success but that sounds so cheesy that's why I
0: won't say it. And you, you don't say Loomer Digital. I, I should probably register that, because there's no
1: Loomer Digital. It's just John Loomer Digital, man. Oh, yeah. You should. <laughs> you should. You know, that it, that's because you've, you've got me thinking my name isn't John anymore. So I've stopped saying John, referring to myself. Yeah. And now... At it's the same time,
0: you know, Loomer Digital, it's good. So I can pass it off to my sons when they when they get older.
1: Right. That's true. Good point. See, we're always thinking. Good job. <laughs> Right, so, so the, the number five, number five, I'm trying to see which direction to go here because you didn't really lead me well into it, but, but I'll say this. I think uh, the idea of what is the worst case scenario, and, and we're, when we're trying to make decisions and we have decisions to make all the time, I think you know who to hire, who not to hire, which direction to go with the business, which course to develop or not develop. How has that question showed up for you much? Because you have a little bit of fear in you sometimes to, to to, to go into uncharted waters. In worst case scenario, what what's the situation you're you thinking of here? So so here's what I'm thinking of. When when we wanted to when we wanted to try, we wanted to try to go to Power Hunters Club. That was that was a crazy idea to say, hey, let's create a membership, a peer to peer membership model where all of this fantastic expertise is gonna be in and real time and shared and you know, there'd be all these people helping each other. That sounds too much like over the rainbow type stuff yeah. to me. Yeah. But but when when you were, you know, crafting that in your head did it sound crazy to you? Did you worry about what the worst case scenario was? Yeah, I mean, um I think the
0: that and so basically when I whenever I do something new that I've never done before, so now every time I put out a workshop, for example, or if I were to do another course, I'd be confident that I'd get people paying for it and buying it. Um, but when I'm doing something new, that's where that worst case scenario comes to mind that like like, first time I did a, a, a training course, I'm like, is anyone going to buy this? So I put out that, you know, minimum viable product, I guess is what they call it, where it was yeah. just the landing page and see how many people bought it and a bunch of people bought it. And with the the members, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't remember vividly my thought process then, but I know that I was definitely scared that. And that's it's exactly why, though, I did two things. Actually, now I remember. Exactly. Why I did two things when I launched my my um, membership that some of it I regret now. I did a one dollar trial. Oh, that's right. For the first month, and then I also just it was r- crazy discounts. Like, and I don't regret the people who bought it then who are gonna get that for life, right? Like, I appreciate them. But the thing is, I didn't. I don't think I needed to do that. Like, it's so. So now my Annual price, for example, is 970. Um, my month to month has always been technically 97, but I didn't trust it. So that first month I said, Oh, you get in it now, it's I think 77, and uh, if you want to pay everything up from it's like 520 something, it was ridiculous, whatever it was. It's like you basically get half off, or it might have been less than that, whatever it was. So Um, but that's the way I kind of um, hedged my bets in a way is that Mm -hmm. you know I didn't I I wasn't fully confident that and my biggest concern was I'm going to start this community and there are like two people sitting there and you got what kind of community is that but what (laughs) happened was we got a bunch of people just you know they're not all morons but a lot of morons who signed up at that dollar and they're like spamming and doing stupid stuff and then Luckily, after that month, all, all the riffraff went away. I didn't do any of the, the $1 stuff anymore. But so anyone who's... So whenever I hear somebody ask, either do you offer a free trial or should I offer a free trial? No. <laughs> because, because of all that riffraff you get, it's like that's not the, those are not the people you're targeting. Those are not the people you want in your community. If They, they need to know... like. And I, I might be going off, off uh, target here, but um, you should know if you have on my email list, if you've been on my workshops, if you've read my content, enough of it, whether there's going to be quality here. And there's reason you should not need a trial. And um, if you do need a trial, instead, you should keep reading my stuff. Got it. So I think it's time
1: for a drink because. Right.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Dan. So, so Dan's always looking for a transition. Here's one. Cheers.
1: Cheers.
0: See, see, this is what happens when we start recording. You can't even see it. When we start no. recording, you're like, oh, give me 15 minutes. And then now, <laughs> like halfway through this thing, I've got a sip left and I've got to
1: milk that rest away. <laughs> right, you do. Yeah. You do. Well, we don't have far to go anyway. But the, the next thing, as, as I heard you say that about worst case scenario, I don't think you know this story. And I got to tell you this one. So when I decided to to leave all of, you know, the corporate gigs that I had, and I had a bunch of them, I thought about what the worst case scenario was, and the worst case scenario for me was living at home with my mother. Mm-hmm. So I called my mother and said, "Hey, do I have a place to live if something goes wrong?" And she's like, "Of course, mom's baby boy, you always have a place." <laughs> to live so she says well why and I said because I'm about to do something really crazy and that's when you know I started downsizing everything and yeah. changing it all up and all of you guys well maybe not you but uh, maybe Lisa least a little bit were a little worried like what is he doing but I knew that my worst case scenario was living at home with my mother and yet again that motivates me to this day <laughs> to keep moving forward because I never wanted to live at home with my mother. So, so that's how the worst case scenario shows up for me when you're trying anything. I it feel like and-
0: I feel like that whole process though that you're going through with me may have, could have could have provided some good perspective though too in that like I was tr- starting over, but I had to provide for a family of five. Oh yeah, you know, and so like, so so for you, like you could, you could do this. You know, you
1: knew you could do that. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, you had way more stress stress on you, and uh, that's why it was so important to get you thinking clearly, and and thinking clearly to where you had the confidence, because that's that's what's shown up for me through the years, is that your capabilities and confidence are results. Of your commitment and your courage. Now, I you may not realize that, but it took commitment and courage to get get you where you're at today. And I'm not a baseball player, and I, I don't like to use analogies because I played one year and we won the championship. <laughs> well, and how old were you? <laughs> I think I was in fifth grade. (laughs) So so we played one year, and uh, I played right field and shortstop. What?
0: That is not a combination that happens. You're making up this story. You don't play right field. You played shortstop one inning because he felt bad for you in a blowout, and now you're saying that you were a
1: shortstop. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. (laughs) I'm I'm just saying what I play. That's all. All All right. But. I don't know where I was going with the baseball story. Now you threw me off. But, <laughs> but Oh, I know where I was going. I didn't have I didn't have the courage or commitment to keep playing. I was scared of the ball. I was scared of getting the hit. All
0: oh, right right, right. You got you got hit though, didn't you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to get hit again after you don't get hit. So yeah. It's like yeah, so I never kept it. So that that's one of the qualities that I think just stands out for me with you in this way is that you you kept committed to what you love to do and uh you had the courage to do it now the last hey hold on hold on let's talk about getting hit
0: let's talk about getting hit no that's so much about you but there's there's a parallel here (laughs) so we've talked about this about getting hit before because my middle son ryan uh two years ago got hit And it was during one of these tryouts we talked about, and it was windy, and they're using a machine to shoot out line drives at him, and he was eight years old, really good eight year old, trying to trying to play with nine and ten year olds, and he you know he was tracked it, misjudged a little bit, went over his glove, hit him right in the eye, wearing sunglasses, sunglasses go into his eye, eye, like eyebrow, ten stitches, and my fear at that moment was that this thing that he loves which is baseball. This moment would be like JR's moment that he would never want to play it again. And uh luckily cuz he that kid's a player. Now I talked I brag to you all the time about what he's doing. I mean, just the other day it was ridiculous. So point being getting hit whether it's a baseball or it's getting hit with um, you know, traffic's down. You had a bad sales month. Uh, nobody signed up for your subscription-based services. Whatever it is, um, we can't be scared of that. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna. It, it might happen, and we can't say because of that experience, I'm I'm not going to do this anymore. Because no you, doubt, you fight through it. Fight. And, and I'm sorry because you probably could have been a professional baseball player, but you didn't fight. Well,
1: through no. It, so. so good point. But but here here's something for me. I pivoted, and you don't. I mean, you might know this. I pivoted to playing golf and playing basketball, mm. and both of those sports, I excelled. I mean, I excelled way more than than baseball. But of course, here's another thing: I didn't have a support system in baseball to, that would would coach me through that fear. And I think in business it's the same way you need a, a support system to coach you through moments of fear to, to get you you know beyond it and and that's what that's what i didn't have now i went from teams well from a baseball team to a basketball team and then an individual for golf but end of the day i had a better support system you know uncle norman better support system uh... with him for those sports but not not for baseball. So gotcha. so I I think I accidentally skipped one, which was fear. So it it went delegation, fun, asking for help, resources, and worst case scenario, and then it went to fear. So you you did jump right into we, that. We did kind of well. handle fear too. But was there anything else you want to talk yeah. about with that? Uh, with fear, no. I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it because the question is, what am I most afraid of? Yeah. And and that if you. If you said, oh, gosh, I feel like this is therapy, what was I most afraid of after getting hit hmm. was not recovering and getting my confidence back, and I didn't realize that, and that's what business is all about. I is mean, is, is any that every- of that fear getting hit again? Um, back then, probably. Hmm. Now, no way. Once you – well, shoot, just tell the story when we, we were on the kayaks. Damn. I mean, the idea of, of getting drenched with water once, like, so what? Now we're wet. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I feel like,
0: yeah, I, I feel like uh,
1: in, in most points
0: in life, getting hit, whatever that is, is a good experience. And you learn from it. Because um, I, I think once you had it, it's usually not a fear of it happening again. It's doing the things you need to do to make sure it doesn't happen again. Now right. in baseball, it could be a little different, and um, that's the one thing I'm worried about with Ryan. Is just psychologically, it's like that's traumatic. You know, you have ten stitches and you're gushing blood. It's like, do I ever want to go out there again? But um, I mean, for the most part, in in business, it's like these are these are good. All, any kind of failure, getting hit, is uh, I think a good experience. Otherwise, you just don't know how to handle that stuff or prevent it from happening.
1: Yeah, no, no doubt. Yeah. So let, last question, then we, I think you're done with your drink. I still have it. I a know. Bit. I'll, I'll, I'll fake but, it for a while, though. Yeah. So, so the last one that came to mind for me is, does what, I, what's it, does what I'm doing matter? That, the idea of just does it, does it matter? Is it significant to the world? And as we go through what we want to give the world or what we want to contribute to it, Hmm. There are those moments of wondering, like, does this, "Does this even matter?" Even like you, how did you know? How did you know what you thought about Facebook marketing mattered? That's a tough question. I mean, in
0: that, I mean, even to this day, I, I. Luckily, I mean, luckily, I have a really good support um, system, and I, I, a lot, I get a lot of people reminding me that you know I made a difference for them. Um, but otherwise there's so many things that frustrate me just about marketing in general that I'm like, a- am I adding a positive? Um, and so I'm, I'm always kind of thinking about in the back of my mind, you know, what other things can I do? i not saying I'm going to stop doing what I'm doing, but like, as you know, I'm kind of starting my second little business venture. It's not really a business venture, starting a baseball team. And that's, you know, I feel like, you know, try, trying to make a difference is something that I'm passionate about. So I don't know. It's that's, that's, that's a tough question. I mean, I think um, I'm always sorting through that myself. And I think we're always asking ourselves whether what we're doing is making a, diff- making a difference or a positive difference in the world.
1: Well, I like, I like your answer more than I thought I would have because here's what it shows to me. It's a journey yeah It's constantly a journey, and it's not a destination. And if we're always asking this question, are we valuable or do we matter? Because that's one and the same thing. It's like, is it is it what we do valuable to people? And and I think if we just constantly think and and get feedback from people and be open to the compliments and the complaints, because I I like to hear both. Because if we hear Compliments, or if we have too many compliments and not enough complaints, we don't get better. So a complaint is a gift, and I, I still I still believe in that. So so yeah, those are the seven questions that I think have been kind of some of the secret to the John Lumer Digital success. But I think we need to change it to Loomer Digital now that I think about it. So
0: yeah, I mean you know at the end of the day making a difference. I mean I think we all think about, think something similar to this. So like if, if I die today, you know, what's left behind. And yeah. so, so one of my biggest fears is, especially with three boys, that what I don't want to do is spend all this time trying to build something and neglect making a difference in their lives. So, yeah. so for me, I, I would like to make a difference in some way in, pe- for, in people's lives with, with my business but even more importantly is my family, so Lisa and the boys. So we're gonna leave, uh, end on, on that type of note where it's kind of morbid and and, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and the tears coming so, down. So,
1: so here's here's the beauty. I think the the exit plan for you is to start training Michael as the next in charge for Loomer Bidness. Yeah, that dude's a genius. And start training him. Right, we're gonna start chaining him on. I'll
0: so, so everybody knows when Michael takes over, it's gonna get way better. So, if you're like, this, right. this, this Loomer Digital thing's okay, right? oh, it's gonna get way better. Kid's awesome.
1: Right. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. All right, man.
0: Well, thank you uh, for yeah. leading the show and, and taking the wheel. It's been a good one, I think. Uh, where, where can people find you? Because is the website, is the website, new website there now?
1: It's it's not there. The whole website's still there. Uh, we just need to dude, turn it on. Dude, just flip the after.
0: switch. You know, stop being scared there of you the go. ball. There. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. What's, By what? the next time, it's, it's live. By the next time we do this, it's no, live. no, 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 not
0: you. next next time. By the time people hear this, and they want to go go to your site. Okay. All right. So don't be okay. car- don't uh, be scared of that worst case. What's the worst case? No one's going to your site anyway. <laughs> I just need to redirect them to your site. Yeah. So go to backupceo.com. What is it? At backupceo on Twitter. Yep. Is that right? yep. Uh, Anything else that people should know about you? Because you know, JR actually, he's great at what he does. And so everything you've heard is really based on a lot of the, the ways we work together. But tell everybody. Tell but... Yeah.
1: You know, and what kind of stood out for me and this is that idea of a support system to help you through the moments when you get hit with the ball. And uh, I think that's what I've been able to, to help you with through through the years is you know, not to have that fear and probably push you closer, again, not a baseball player, but I guess it's closer to the plate. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, yeah so that, I enjoy doing that. I enjoy helping people. And just reach out to me, ask any questions about business. Uh, I, it just makes, it makes me smarter. And if I don't have the answer, I'll get it for you. So, so
0: as J- John, J O H N, at backupceo.com, or just go to backupceo.com or at You're backupceo so on, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yes. Well, thanks, man. Thanks. We'll, we'll have you back in a month. Looking forward to it. All right, cool. All right. Thanks, everybody. Until next time, do awesome things.
1: We're out.